If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Dan Potter, it's energy breaking news as we've been reporting uh, for most of the last half hour. Former Secretary of State, former Joint Chiefs Chairman, former National Security Advisor Colin Powell has died from COVID-19 complications. This according to his family, who made an announcement on social media, said that Powell had been fully vaccinated. Quote, we have lost a remarkable and loving husband, father, grandfather, and a great American. Powell, the first African-American to serve as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and Secretary of State. 731, joined live as we are many Mondays on the KRMG Morning News by Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. Now, your, your time in Washington with Senator Nichols and Congressman Coburn uh, bookended Colin Powell's time as Secretary of State. He was Secretary of State 2001 to 2005. I believe you were there 2000 to 2006. Did you ever cross paths? You know, I didn't, and I really regret that I didn't have the chance to meet him. I did have the chance to meet uh, his son, who went on uh, to lead the FCC, actually. Hmm. And, um, you know, uh, Secretary Powell, it, at least in my mind, in my lifetime, he was sort of this Dwight Eisenhower type figure. Uh, you know, I remember back in 1996 when uh, Bill Clinton was really at a, a low point from a popularity standpoint. And there was this, I think, belief around the country that if Colin Powell wanted to be president, all he had to do was raise his hand and say that he was going to run and he could have won. Uh, and and he chose not to because he thought it wasn't the right time for his family, which is pretty remarkable uh, his book, My American Journey, uh, is one of the more inspiring books that I've read by an American public leader. And usually they're very self-serving and selective, <laughs> but to read uh, the journey that this man went through, uh, climbing the ranks of the armed forces, serving at the highest levels of government, really starting in the, the Reagan administration, and then on through uh, all the way to serve as chairman of the Joint Chiefs during Desert Storm, and then, of course, as Secretary of State under George W. Bush. Yeah. Uh, it's and just a remarkable career at public prior service. Prior to Barack Obama was the highest-ranking African-American in U.S. government as Absolutely. Secretary of State. Absolutely. And, and again, I just remember there was such a shock when he decided he, he was not going to run for yeah. president because I think a lot of folks just assume, well, gosh, if – you could have the entire country say, please, you know, both parties, actually. Yes. <laughs> I remember both parties saying, you know, if you want to run as president at our, on our side, we'd be happy to have you. And yet he, he turned that down. That is a real kind of George Washington style uh, approach to public service that we just don't see so much anymore. Now, he's, he was 84 and his family says died of COVID complications uh, and had been fully vaccinated. Do you think that having a high-profile death like that uh, among somebody who who had been fully vaccinated, um, you know, detrimental to efforts to get people vaccinated? Uh, That is definitely a a concern for me uh, because I think for folks that want to oversimplify 
uh, how vaccinations work and, and how this virus is spread, uh, it, it's easy material for them to say, well, gosh, look here, here's a guy who was fully vaccinated and, uh, and, and he still died. Now, the reality is none of us outside of Secretary Powell's family know what his other health uh, issues were. Uh, or if he was perfectly healthy or if he had other issues. And the reality was he was 84 years old. Uh, and that is something that when we look at the data that we're even seeing here in, in Oklahoma, um, you know, that there is still great risk, uh, even for folks who are fully vaccinated. And that's why our health department and our council and myself have continued to encourage folks to wear masks in public spaces. Uh, and to distance as is necessary based on your level of risk. It, it, it you know, I, I remember, uh, you know, the, the concern that I think a number of folks have had that the notion that there's one thing that you can do that will perfectly prevent you from uh, the, the dangers of COVID-19, it, it's just not the case. I wish it were, and vaccinations continue to be statistically shown to be the most effective uh, in reducing the worst impacts of COVID-19. But are you always going to have exceptions to that? Sure. Uh, other subject, and we've, we've got to cover this quickly because we've, we've had three uh, hearings over the past week on re redrawing the boundaries for city council districts. And I just wondered, you know, obviously this is post the census. Uh, everybody does this right down to the local level. Um, as I look at the current council maps, the districts are more or less the same shape, the same size, and that's by design, and it's also by law, isn't it? It is. Uh, we went through this 10 years ago when I was on the council, and um, that, you know, this go-around, uh, I had the opportunity to appoint the members of the commission that are working on this, and then the council voted to confirm them, and we have two Republicans, two Democrats, and an independent. That's how the charter that the citizens approved, the charter change the citizens approved, spell it out. Uh, and, and I intentionally appointed uh, almost entirely former city councilors because I think they really understand uh, better than anybody the, the issues and dynamics that go into drawing out these districts. Interesting thing that we've seen is just the tremendous growth in East Tulsa, easily the fastest growing part of the city. Uh, while also it was kind of surprising for us that Midtown's population actually lost population, that might be the first time uh, in modern in the modern era in Tulsa that that has has happened. Uh, but you know that for us, uh, I was talking with my colleagues on the council about a month ago, and of course you get all ten of us in a room, and we all want to, we're all fascinated by the dynamics of population growth in different parts of Tulsa. You're but I'm really That's exactly. <laughs> but I'm thankful that we have this commission that is engaging the public, and their real their main concern is they want to make sure that they're minimizing. The number of people that get moved from one district to another and unlike you see maybe at the state or federal level like this is not going to be gerrymandered to help one party or another we're not going to try as happened to john eagleton and myself try and put two counselors in one district to pit them against each other uh you know it, it i think this commission is really trying to honor the population shifts that we've had so that you have equal representation throughout the city while minimizing the disruption in representation for 
uh, your average Tulsa. If this was a federal redistricting map on a state level, it would like a district would start up by Turley and would run its way through downtown <laughs> and end up over by Broken Arrow, you know? Right, right. No, we're very fortunate yet again here at the local level where you just don't see the, the partisan gamesmanship that you do at other levels of government. Mayor, have a good week. Thank you. Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum.